Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, elder candidate at Redeemer Fellowship. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, 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 hey. What's hey. up? Nothing, nothing. I'm ready. Let's do this. We're going to do it. We're going to talk about... We're going to talk about how badly we beat uh, Pat and uh, Justin at Canasta. So it we was whooped awesome. up on them. It was, and uh, well, the first game, the first game they won. Okay, of. hold on. Well, no, no, not kind, don't say kind. They of. won. They won, but no. they didn't. They didn't play us when we were playing seriously. Okay, no, we were serious. I wasn't. Are you telling me I was playing stupid? Okay, but that doesn't mean that you weren't serious. You thought this was our best chance to win. No, I was. Yes, you I did. didn't think it was you our were, best. No, nope. you were still I thinking knew. I'm going to win this. No, I There's thought no I way. hope I win this, but this is kind of right. silly. So no, don't don't downplay I'm their victory. I'm downplay. No, no, no. Their they victory. Beat, did, they, they beat us. us up. They it's, it's, whooped. It's like us when you're playing up. against. Well, it's like saying, oh, well, I we beat them. Uh, I beat them in a boxing match, but he had a cold. It's like that, and the guy has the flu. It's not. It's a victory, but you know. No, it's still a victory. A victory. It, they did. But well. when I said, "Okay, the next time I'm playing for real, I'm not going to be being silly anymore." And no, but you know what though? I, I'm going to talk about the. Maybe maybe I shouldn't be talking about this because Joe and I have this like, we have this this sense about each other when we're playing. It's like a sixth sixth sense. Sixth sense. Yeah, like we play so often that I know what Joe's going to do. He knows what I'm going to do. We don't discuss it. That's not the nope. way it is. There's no, There's no hand cheating. gestures. There's nothing. We just know, but you changed it up, and I noticed you changed your playing style for that second game, and I had to adjust my style mm. to match your style. Let me see if you know what I was doing different. Oh, go. No, I want to see if you know what I was doing different. Yeah, you weren't holding your cards. You were playing more aggressive. You were laying out your melds, and so as soon as you started laying out your melds, I was like, okay, I'm going to show everything I've got. Even if they freeze the pile, it doesn't matter because we're going to close and get out. Yep. That was it. Yep. As soon as I saw that, I was like, okay, I'm changing That's my style. That's why we win. That's why we That's win. <laughs> Unfortunately, nobody cares about this. So, But no, be thankful for the relationship that the JOFO has. And you know what? Justin and uh, Pat should be thankful that uh, that we beat them and didn't talk as much trash as we normally do after we won. Oh, yeah, because we're sore losers. And we're worse winners. That's it. That's our motto. Um, so we're going to talk about Thanksgiving. That's right. Because that's the best holiday of the year. That's uh, the, what we're going to talk. The best holiday yeah, of the year? Thanksgiving. Well, it's, you know, that and then Halloween. That and Halloween. Yep. Those are the two then, are the best holiday. And yep. then Christmas. And then Pencil Day. Pencil no, Day. No, National Pencil Day. National Pencil Day. Uh, no, we're not talking about the holiday. All right, but we're not talking about Thanksgiving. No, and, no, no. you know, why would we? You know, we're talking about it earlier. We're about, we're two weeks ahead of Thanksgiving right. at this point, And we're, uh, I don't know, six weeks behind, four, whatever it is. We're uh, not, we're not going to give you tips we're six on weeks cooking behind, your bird. Yeah, we're six weeks behind the Canadian Thanksgiving. Oh, so, stop. you know, we got to, uh, we got to be mindful of Why our, do they do it on the wrong time? They do everything wrong. Why do they do that? I don't want to give my, my idea why, because it might offend some people. The Canadians, yeah, 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 yeah. They'll, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna right. give my opinion on, right. on why they do what they do. Little brother syndrome. That's really hey, weird. hey, Canada, stop it. Just stop Just doing stop your it. own thing. <laughs> Just do what we tell you to do. <laughs> Just fall in line. Yeah. Just right? fall in line. So okay, we're not gonna be talking about the holiday. No, we're gonna be talking about, about giving thanks itself. Right. Giving thanks. It is one of it. It is an essential part of the Christian life. Yeah. It is uh, the byproduct of Christian faith. We thought we would get into that. You know, uh, there's tons of scripture. You guys should just go ahead and and search for giving thanks and thanksgiving and all that in scripture. All right. You know, one of the big ones is First Thessalonians five eighteen. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. 
Yeah. Right? So the, God, what does God want from me? What does God want me to do? Well, one of the things he wants you to do every day and in every circumstance is to give thanks to him, is to be grateful to him for all that he has given you. So then if that's that important, that every day we're supposed to be doing this, then what does it mean to give thanks? And that seems pretty important for us to to start on the front end. It just means to say thanks. It just means to say thanks. Yeah, it's to say, hey, thanks. Thanks. I was thanks. at, a, I, was at a, I, was, thanks. I was I was preaching thanks. somewhere recently. Yeah. And, preaching uh, somewhere recently. Yeah, I, I can't get into it because I'm going to say something. Oh, so I was then preaching I somewhere okay. this year. All right. All right, this year. And uh, the the worship leader was like, uh, uh, this lady was like, oh, let's pray. Hey, God. And then she <laughs> she started to pray. <laughs> and I'm not making fun. I was just like, what is going on? Hey, God. And uh, and I know like they're going for intimacy. Intimacy, like, oh, uh, relational. Like, yeah. But yeah. boy, I was. Uh, uncomfortable like uh he's not he's not he's not your buddy he's, he's not the, your buddy he's so the lord so i think it's more than saying thanks i think when i think about giving thanks i think about this um this verbal uh, expression okay of gratitude to god so saying thanks for what he's getting but saying thanks so saying thanks yeah. pretty pretty much saying thanks but i think you're saying it's actually something more deeper it's actually yeah. it's not just verbalizing it but it's got to be something that's deep in the heart of right. a uh, of an individual uh, that it overflows because I mean I've I've been I've had I've seen Michelle's face at Christmas where I've given a gift that I thought was gonna be great and she got like, like the look on her face was like oh, oh really so I thought hey and this, it goes both ways this new this by the new, way hang on this new this go goes back goes both ways oh but I fake it mm. oh I fake it I'm like actually no I don't fake it anymore I actually started telling her and her family just give me gift cards I just want cash. Let me pick what I'm going to get <laughs> because you sit there. And like, I mean, I've seen it at Christmas where Michelle fakes the smile and she goes, uh, thanks. Yeah. Thanks. And but there's no real emotion yeah. behind it. You there's can only no give her so many Victoria's Secrets packages, you know, exactly. and she's like, thanks, Jimmy. Is that, thanks. It's more Another for you than one? it is for her. That's it. Exactly. So <laughs> so when we're talking about what it means to give thanks, it's not just it's it's not just verbalized, but it's there. There's something uh inward that right. is happening in the heart of an individual right. where there's a, a deep appreciation and contentment with what they have received. That's good. That's good. So let's say it is a faith-born expression Ooh. of gratitude to God for all that we have in Jesus Christ. How about that? That's pretty good. So we just we, did it. Well, yeah, good. So Psalm, Write that down. Write that down. That's pretty good. Psalm 107.1, oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good for his steadfast love mm. endures forever That's right good. and so what we're talking about here is that uh give thanks to the lord for he is good so real thankfulness is born out of our realization of what god has done for us and in us to save and redeem us right and it's it's recognizing right theology proper that he's good yes and, it, and it's recognizing this soteriological aspect of it as well because he loves us right it, and it's 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 not just that he is generally good but that he has set his love upon his people and that's what's giving birth uh to this whole thing so i like that man so that when we talk about it. thanksgiving we, we could talk about that thanksgiving is the fruit of faith and we're gonna talk about this in, in three different ways and the first one being the fruit of faith and so what do we mean by that joe well basically what we've been saying right that that true and proper thanksgiving is not lip service it is the expression of the heart um, it emanates from a soul, right, that embraces God's gifts. Um, if you are a true believer, if you have real faith, then thankfulness will be a part of that. Now, it might be to greater or lesser degrees, depending on where you're at and how healthy your faith yeah. is. But 
I think it's impossible for us to be a believer who has been ransomed, redeemed, reconciled, regenerated, and any other R you want to throw in there, um, and not be supremely grateful and humbled by God's kindness to us, right? It is, I think it's to say that it's the fruit of faith means that it is a necessary consequence of being born again and receiving the gifts of God. In so Jesus. without the fruit, of, so what you're getting at then is uh, a not having thankfulness, not being thankful can be a sign of non-faith. Is that what you're trying to sure, get to? Like I think someone I, doesn't, yeah, they it, don't it, have a relationship with God. Right. I mean, the, the less Thanksgiving there is in our lives, I think the weaker or smaller our faith is. We could say it that way. If there's no Thanksgiving, and we'll talk about this later, if there's no Thanksgiving, that's not a mark of faith. That's a mark of something else. Okay. All right. Good. What about uh, Psalm 100 uh, verses one through five? Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name for the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations. Mm. So clearly, thankfulness and giving thanks is expressive. It's verbalized. It is, it is, there is an external part to it um, for it to be complete, but it stems from what we know. Yeah. It stems from what we believe in his steadfast love, in his faithfulness, that we are his and he is ours. It, it, for me, I, I, when I am thankful, I am happy, right? And yeah. it, it's, it, when I'm not, I'm usually somewhere else. We'll get into that here in just a minute. Well, why don't we just get into it? Why don't we talk about that? Why don't we talk about how Thanksgiving is not just the fruit of faith, but it's also a help in contentment. Okay, yeah. I mean, uh, thinking of James 1.17, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. Right? And so Thanksgiving, uh, I mean, it has to do with contentment. It has to do with trust and faith, and what has been given is good. And, and that it is sufficient that what God has given, that God, because God is good, as you talked about before, uh, and God is loving and God is caring, he gives good gifts to his children. We should be thankful and content right. with what we've received. Otherwise, it shows we really lack faith and trust that God's will is good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, every good and every perfect gift is from God. So think about that. <clears throat> Every good thing in your life, if you're a believer, every good thing, your favorite coffee. We've got guys at Redeemer that are in these coffee clubs. Where oh, they man, send Joe's them. really getting into this. He's crying. No, I choke. You just wiped your eyes. Right. Oh, poor oh, Joe. Okay, poor me. It's okay. I'm very emotional. I know. Go ahead. I'm sorry, <laughs> man, man. Please I'm just very continue. thankful. I'm thankful that God gave me a thorn in the flesh called Jimmy. <laughs> um, every good gift. Right? So the guys that are into coffee yeah. or if you enjoy uh, your new camera or you're enjoying a, a day at the park where you're just watching your little kids run and play and laugh yeah. and giggle. Um, everything from the warm fuzzies to deliverance from the devil, every good gift is from God. That's right. And so it's a help with contentment because when you're focused on God's good gifts, all of them, uh, spiritual and worldly, you are not focused on what you lack. You're focused on what you have. Yeah. You're able to enjoy these gifts. I mean, what 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 what's happening to us when we're when we're not 
focusing on our gifts means we're not thankful and we're focusing on the things that we don't have. I mean, what kind of, what kind of consequence is there for us when we're focusing on the things that we don't have? Well, I think uh, we become envious mm-hmm. of those things, yeah. right? Like uh, we begin to desire what our neighbor has. We begin to distrust uh, in God and what he has given. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it can lead to bitterness. Bitterness, I think, is another thing. <clears throat> Selfishness. Anger. Yeah. Yeah. And it and that kind of a thing, that kind of discontentment born of comparison and focusing on what you don't have, it snowballs. Yeah. It snowballs. Because, listen, you can buy your car. You can buy the car that you, you really wanted. I want this car. I want this car. And you buy the car. And then I think a lot of people, I know I've been, I've done this. Then you see another car <laughs> when you're driving around. You're like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Why didn't I get Buyer's that? Remorse. Why didn't I get that one? This one's all right, but that one that one'd be nicer. And yeah. Or how just, about every year with the iPhone? You gotta get the new iPhone. You gotta right? get if the you, new iPhone. I gotta have the new what? iPhone. There's what? no way. Don't you have the eight? Don't, no. Why don't you have the eight? Because I'm going for the ten. Oh, oh. <laughs> company buys you that ten. No, don't try and fool me. Um so yeah, I think you know, contentment, there, there's so much to say about contentment, right? Being satisfied with God and with what he gives you. Right, knowing that that is enough for now, and you may want more, you may even need more. But in the meantime, while we're waiting, we can be content knowing that if I lack even the the gravest, the most important, the most serious uh, of issues, if those things are falling apart, or if I'm not having my needs met, I still have God, and His love endures forever. You know, th- this world is fading. This. You know, my the things that we accumulate in this life will come to nothing, but God is always ours. So I think the the more thankful you are, the higher the place of God in your life, and therefore the more content you are. Yeah. yeah. So then, uh, well, Calvin kind of says something that's pretty interesting here, right? When we talk about Thanksgiving uh, as the cure of abuse, right, right? Right. What does Calvin say? Well, it's 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 you can find it in the Institutes. Um, it's been put into a, a little book, the golden book of the Christian life. Really um, good. Thank you for that gift. It was, uh, and I, I, I found an old copy of this. I read the Institutes, but for some reason I don't remember reading this. And then I found well, Because this. the Institutes are freaking massive. <laughs> <laughs> there's four <laughs> volumes. There's How two. Ca- two volumes, four oh, books. Oh, wow, Joe, volumes. you are so, so. <laughs> there's, um, I can just imagine you like, <laughs> and actually, you know what? Never mind. Never, Never mind. mind, no, because you, you, you ain't got no joke. No, you ain't got I was no actually gonna, I was actually going to talk about, I, I shouldn't be surprised that you say that because there's been many times where we've been like, hey, let's talk about this subject, and I'll throw a subject out there, and Joe will be like, oh, that's good, uh, hold on, and he'll go over to a shelf, grab a book, flip open to some certain page, and be like, I'm ready. I'm like, oh, I hate you. <laughs> I hate you, Joe Thornton. <laughs> so Calvin says this, and what he's, what he's basically saying here is that if you're truly thankful for the gifts that God gives you, you won't abuse those gifts. Yeah. Calvin says, first of all, if we want to curb our ungodly passions, we must remember that all things are made for us with the purpose that we may know and acknowledge their author. We should praise his kindness toward us in earthly matters by giving him thanks. So think about that. Every good thing that you have is something that God designed for you, but not for you to just enjoy it, but for yeah. you to acknowledge the giver. The giver has to be highlighted in the receiving of these gifts so that we praise his kindness by giving thanks. He says, but what will become of our thanksgiving if we indulge in dainties or wine or cigars or whatever in such a way that we are too dull to carry out the duties of devotion or of our business? So if you're 
overeating, over drinking, if you're abusing these gifts and it's impacting the way that you're supposed to live yeah. negatively, then there is no thanksgiving. He says, where is our acknowledgement of God if the excesses of our body drive us to the vilest passions and infect our mind with impurity so that we can no longer distinguish between right and wrong? So he, he's saying that when you're truly grateful, you cherish the gift, you don't abuse it, and the giver of that gift becomes all the more precious. We tend oh, yeah. to focus on the gift. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, there's there's twofold thing that I, that I like here is one you're talking about. Let's let's just talk about the gift itself. So that means, uh, husbands, we would serve. We are awesome gifts to our wives. <laughs> we would her, we would serve and cherish and love our wives right. better. Right. But we would. What, but what if what if what if eh, what if there's problems? What if you know? What if our wife has an issue? What if? We are still thankful because it's a gift from God. She is a gift from God for you. Your children are a gift from God for you. And the same goes for for wives. Your husband, despite all his failings and, and failures, he is a gift from God for you. And so how you serve and love and cherish and Obey. honor and, and each other, <laughs> sacrifice for each yes. other, yes. is a reflection of your thankfulness to God for what he has given you. You're not going to demean your spouse. You're not going to neglect your spouse yeah. if you're truly thankful. That's right. I mean, and this is, you know, all joking aside, you know, Joe and I play around a lot. We know that. But there's one area where we don't play around canasta. <laughs> I'm, ta- I'm oh. talking about in, in honoring our wives. Yeah. We don't play around in that regard. You know, uh, Michelle knows that when I'm out and about, I'm not going to speak in such a way mm-hmm. that is going to embarrass and dishonor her. There have been times, I hope it's okay, where uh, if I say this, Joe, where, where Joe has said, hey, that goes too far. Don't don't say or don't or put that picture of me that, up. Don't put that up because it will dishonor my wife. It'll embarrass her. I'm like, all right, I'm, that's I'm not doing that. Right. If and I didn't say that, though, he would just put it up. Yeah, if, if I he, could say any other argument. You don't any, care. No, I don't care. But if Joe <laughs> says Jen will be will be embarrassed, I'm like, all right, then I'm done. I'm not. Jen's going to be really offended if you don't buy me cigars tonight, by the way. I got one in my bag Good. for you. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, don't I, abuse that. I, I think uh, I, I think this whole idea of thankful, thankfulness being a cure for abuse is just missed on most of us. Yeah, and I, I that's why I keep coming back to it. I mean, I've gone back to this over and over again in my thoughts, meditation, preaching, teaching, because it it registers really, really well. I'm not going to come home and say like, "Sorry, kids, don't bother me right now. I had a bad day. I need I need to be alone." Uh, Jen, sorry, I can't help out right now. Uh, if I'm thankful, yeah. I'm going to be like, no, no, no. This is the gift God gave me. I Let me be... take care of this yeah. for you. Let me serve you in this way. Let me cherish the opportunities that I have to play with my children, even though they want to play ridiculous. Stupid games. And, yeah, I was going to say ridiculous. Stu- stupid games. Ridiculous. Yeah. My, my, uh, my, it's going to be bonger. I know it. No, no, no. My son, and, Eli and Catherine, they used to like to play dragon, which meant I had to get on my hands and knees and they would beat me with swords. That was the game. Oh, that's, that, that, that's a stupid game. Oh, yes. But you played it. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't want to and I wasn't playing it. And then I Steve McCoy was asking, we're talking one day and I was telling him about it. And he goes, Steve McCoy. I know he's a good father dad. whisper. He is. He is an a, awesome dad. Great dad. Awful person. Oh, yeah. The worst yeah. person I know. Well, not but as funny. far as he's funny online, but not in person. Uh, he's funny looking. Yeah, that's about but it. But Steve, he's like, dude, 
you need to play the games your kids want to play. Like that's part of being a dad. Um, so yeah, I think thankfulness does cure abuse. I think Calvin's really right. You guys should pick up that book. We'll link to it in the show notes. Um, but let's talk about thanklessness, right? So with thankfulness, okay. you know, right, it, it cures the abuse. It helps with contentment. It's the fruit of faith. Yeah. What about thanklessness? What does that say about us? And we've already alluded to some of this, but yeah, I mean, I think just to hit it on the head, I think it's the it's the fruit of pride, right? Yeah. Um, Ephesians five twenty, giving thanks always and for everything to God for the Father. Wait, what? Everything to God the Father. You're words to the Bible? Yes, I am. Okay. Uh, Everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. So give thanks always and for everything to God. When we are not thankful, we somehow think, we might not articulate in this way, but we think we did it. Right. Right? So, you know, uh, I landed that deal. I preached that sermon. I I cooked that dinner. I cooked that dinner. There's a famous Bart Simpson prayer in The Simpsons years ago where he's, He's supposed to give thanks. No, like, no, I love Jesus, so I don't watch it. So, uh, well, I, I don't watch it either, but it was a famous one. So. Oh, yeah, well, I'm sure you don't watch um, it. Wink, wink. I was, uh, but he was like, I'm not, he's like, I don't thank God for this. I don't remember the quote. I mean, I'll try and find the video. Um, it's like, you got a DVR. He's like, but he's like, I'm, I think, I think, you know, mom or the grocer or whoever it was. And there, there is a functionality uh, yep. in, in that in a lot of people's lives where they feel like, no, I, listen, I work really hard. Yeah, I earned. I put everything. in these hours. Yeah, I mean, I, I had nothing. I started with nothing. I worked really hard, and here I am, and I've arrived. And so, you know, thankfulness is not a part of their thought. It's not in their hearts. It's definitely not on their lips because they really are proud in what they believe they've accomplished on their own. But that's not even true, right? I mean, it's not even true that anybody, regardless of how hard they've worked and what they've done, that they could say that I did it all on my own. No, no. One, there's people around you that have supported you, that have cared for you, that have uh, supported you in this. But also just the fact that God has gifted you with those abilities to accomplish those tasks. Right. And so, yes, uh, you worked hard and that's a good thing. But that work ethic that you have was a gift from God. Every good thing is a gift from God. I mean, so we either believe scripture or not. Every good thing is That's a gift it, of yeah. God. So, yeah, it, it is It is the fruit of pride. I, and so think about that. If you, When was the last time you expressed thanks to God? And I don't mean when you sit down for dinner and it's just an empty formality. Yeah. I mean, and hopefully it's not for you when you give thanks at dinner. But when, when was the last time you really gave thanks? Can you even remember the last time? Can you remember the last time you verbally gave thanks to God and it was stemming from this joy in your heart and faith. Um, that should be convicting to all of us. And if, we, if we're if we not giving thanks, then pride is certainly a problem. It, it may not be overt, uh, but I think, I think it is a problem. And I think we can say that thankfulness is not only the fruit of pride, but ultimately thanklessness is the mark of atheism, mm. right? It, because is that if, because of the self? Is that because of self reliance and not believing that nothing has been given to you? Right, right. It's it it it's denying God. It's you know. So basically, what is atheism? A, atheism is not merely the belief that there is no God, or it is denial of the existence of God. It's not just that. It is the denial of God, because God does in fact exist. So it's not like, well, atheism is just a person who doesn't believe God exists. No, he does exist. He has said he, is, he exists. He has revealed himself in creation. So you're not just denying the belief in God. You are denying God himself. And when we are not giving thanks, 
how is that not a form of Christian atheism? How is it not a form of, I mean, there, there are, Stephen Charnock writes, writes about uh, secret atheism and practical atheism in his book, uh, The Existence and Attributes of God. Um, fantastic book. Everybody should read that. We'll link to that in the show notes. And, uh, but basically saying that, you know, our sins, uh, sins of omission, sins of commission, so in this case it would be a sin of omission, not giving thanks, uh, stem from a disbelief. Disbelief, atheism, that God is not that God is not worthy. It's not that you're saying God doesn't exist, but he's obviously not worthy of your praise because you're not giving it. Mm. He's, not, he's, he's not worthy of your obedience, of your reverence, because you don't, you don't give it. You, you're, what, you worth, what you value and what you find to be worthy is manifested in your life. The people that aren't thankful tend to be proud, and they tend to make much of themselves and their accomplishments apart from God. That's right. So I'm concerned about myself, about others. I want us to be a, a thankful people, a people that, that are so grateful, so fervent in their faith, so loving towards God because of God's kindness to us that thankfulness is just this ongoing reality. Yeah, and I mean, I think then, uh, how then, Joe, can we grow then in thankfulness, right? Like, it, it, this is that important if it's a... Uh, if thanklessness is the fruit of pride, if it's the mark of atheism, then how can we grow in thankfulness? Okay. Well, I think um, the easy thing to do, uh, and it's I think it is easy, uh, the easy thing to do would be to simply begin to number mm. God's mercies in your life. I think this is where journaling comes in. Totally. At least for me anyways. Yeah. Right? Is journaling, keeping track. I know, I know some people that... Um, will mark down prayer requests mm -hmm. and they'll mark down when God answered it. Yeah. The date and they cherish that, right? Yeah. They're like, look at this. It took so long and it was difficult and it was, but I kept praying and God answered in his perfect timing, right. in his perfect way here. Right. You know, I was just, um, I was just meeting with a guy recently who uh, had everything by worldly standards and lost everything by worldly standards. And he would even admit that uh, what he lost, he largely lost because of his own doing. And so he's, he's looking at his life right now, and he's, he's searching for, you know, how do I glorify God now? What can I be thankful for? And as yeah. we're praying, as we're talking, he is able to begin to see, okay, so... All of, those, all of those other things that I had, those are now gone. But what do I have now? What is real right now? And so we begin to talk through them. So numbering God's mercies, and I mean everything from the small things that you enjoy in life to the, the great eternal uh, blessings in Jesus Christ that we have, uh, those things, you can write them down, like Jimmy yeah. was saying. Uh, Oprah, Oprah encourages people, at least she did back in the day, to have a thankfulness journal. Okay. So I, I don't know that. I, I never watched Oprah. Yeah, well, I used to watch Oprah. Really? Yeah. Why? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I actually I don't know why I did watch that. I watched a lot of stuff back in the day. All right. But okay. Oprah, Oprah was onto this, right? She was like, "If you have a thankfulness," and and what was good about it is it it gets people into the mindset of saying, "Like, wow, you know what? There's a lot of good things going on in my life that I've been missing out on," which is nice, you yeah, know. But yeah. if you don't connect it to the eternal God or triune God that gives all things, it's really doesn't go very far. It doesn't go very deep. So no. I think numbering God's mercies makes you aware of what God is doing with things that are easy to forget. That's we, right. we tend to forget, like, man, I don't, like I had a, I had a iced coffee with cream and sugar from Dunkin' Donuts today. Oh. 
Mm. And it was delicious. Tasty. Now, um, I, that, I, that, I should be thankful. Like, that should actually give birth to thankfulness and praise to God. It's a small thing. Yeah. Um, and then to the big things, right? So I would say number God's mercies. That would be one. I think also then sharing God's mercies, mm. right? Like share what God has been doing in your life. And I think that's where uh, in in community groups, right? Community groups, Bible studies, missional communities, like getting involved and sharing. Hey, listen, I just want to I, I, just praise God with me right? for what he has done. You know, we do that often actually in my CG is we pray for things, um, but then we also give thankfulness together as a group right. for what God has done in somebody's life. I love that. You know, and to say thank you, right? I so, love that when like, hey, what are your prayer requests? And oftentimes like, well, I just want to praise God for this. I just want to praise God for this. I love that. You, know, that you guys have been praying for it. God is God is answered. And that, that goes back to an episode that um, we released earlier on the communion of the saints. Yeah. Right? Um, that thankfulness is intensified. It tends to grow in community. Right Absolutely. among God's people, because we're supposed, like you said, we're supposed to testify, say these things. So you number God's mercies. We share God's mercies. You said we can also sing God's mercies. And really, what I'm thinking at here is, yeah, I want to hear what you're thinking on this one. All right, I'm thinking of corporate worship, right? Because corporate worship is supposed to be a time when we ascribe worthiness to God. It's not supposed to be a show. It's not supposed to be a performance that you yeah. take in. Um, it's not supposed to be songs about us and our commitment. And it's all about me, Jesus. It's all this for me, Lord. <laughs> we can write our own song. We can write our own song. Yeah, and Hillsong will publish that. All right. So anyway, um, yeah, I, th- I think if you want to grow in thankfulness, then you, you go into corporate worship. You go into the Lord's day with God's people and you sing God's mercies. That means you've paying, you're paying attention to the words. You're not just making a, a noise with your throat and your mouth. You're actually singing. You're actually testifying. You're actually yeah. raising your voice. You're to proclaiming. L- you're loudly proclaiming yeah. all of God's goodness to us. And of course, it's going to climax in the person and work of Jesus. I think, I think those are really good ways that we can um, grow and uh, intensify this this grace yeah. of thankfulness, right? Because it, it, in a sense, it's it's stemming from faith, but even this is the work of God in us, and it's a response That's to God's it. kindness to us. So I think if we're gonna um, if we're gonna take this seriously, if mm-hmm. we're gonna like go into Thanksgiving, um, we want to actually like just it's just an excuse, right? It's just an excuse to um, enjoy God. That's right. right. I, I like Thanksgiving because Jen makes two turkeys. We mm-hmm. got 30 people at the house and all that. But really, that should just be one more excuse to give thanks to God. That's right. And I mean, I think, fourthly, uh, when we talk about how can we grow in thankfulness, I think, uh, I know we, we talk about numbering God's mercies, and I think that's good. But I want to add, uh, remember the grace of God in Christ. Yeah. Right? And I think, you know, I think when we focus on that, when we focus that on— That falls under— that falls under the other no, one. No, 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 yeah, no, 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 no. Don't be you coming like, up with a fourth. It. No, you liked my that, fourth, and that, you're you're just that, ashamed that you didn't no, add it. No, that you didn't that, think that, of it. That's one of the things. No, yeah. it's not. Which one? For of course it is. Number Which God's one? mercies. Huh? Yeah. Number God's mercies. Yes, but I want to say they climax rem- in the mercies of Christ. Remember. Yeah. What God has done in the person and work of Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. Number, number God's mercies. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. Remember. No, no, fourth. There's still three. You did number. Share. There's only three. Remember God's mercies. Yeah. Yeah. Number. To you daily. Number. 
Mm, remember. Mm, good. Mm-hmm. Let, 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 if, hey, you give, if you want to give them homework, right? Thanksgiving's oh. coming up. They got a lot to do. They got the birds to cook and the yeah, dressing yeah, yeah. to make. My wife makes the giblet gravy with like oh. the gizzards and the. Dude, oh. I, I might head over there after you this. Need, well, you've come over before. No, no, not you. I'm talking about head over to Brown's. <laughs> no, 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 no. You need to come over to my house because we always smoke cigars and stuff. Uh, it's a good thing. No, no. I'm going right, to. I, I have family. Let's give them some. Ho- yeah, but after. People come over after. Tim Smith mm-hmm. comes over every year. Jeffrey Babinow's been over there a lot. Jeffrey Kotoff. So anyways. I'll have cigars. Psalm. Psalm 136. Yeah. That's your homework. Everybody should take Psalm 136. Read it. Read it over and over again. Journal through it. Pray through it. Study it. Psalm 136 is going to be a great help to you in understanding uh, thankfulness and growing in thankfulness yeah. and being a thankful Christian, which produces, right, humility and joy. Yeah, uh, you can you know, we'd love to hear your thoughts. What are you thankful for? Uh, and, you know, hey, why don't, you, why don't you just hashtag, you know, remember God's mercies. Let's just, why don't we get that trending? The fourth one doesn't even the count. Fourth one that counts. was the first hashtag one. Hashtag remember God's mercies. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at DocAdivore on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head out to the website, DocTrineDevotion.com. There you can contact us. The first you can set up pieces. our email blast. Or you can hit the store and sign up for the Doctrine and Devotion 2018 conference on the Spirit and the Church. Fresh pod every Monday and Thursday. Blog posts on Wednesdays. Video content on Fridays. Later. Hashtag remember God's mercies.